Hey, and welcome to Becca Babbles Podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Yeah. I hope you liked that little like fancy intro on top of my normal podcast intro just to start off this podcast. I thought it would be a nice little switch up, but if you don't know who I am and what this podcast is, welcome to Becca Babbles podcast. I'm your host Becca and usually I don't start off my podcast with a little jolly. Is it a jolly? A jingle. That's what it's called. A little jingle, but you know, I might start doing that. We'll see. Probably not because I don't know very many jingles and I don't even know where that one came from. I'm pretty sure that one's from like the Muppets maybe. I don't know. If you know, let me know. But anyways, this is going to be my, I almost said September, October monthly recap. If you don't already know, at the beginning of every month, I do a recap of what happened to me during the previous month and then a little lesson that I learned along the way in that month and this one is going to be all about my October and with Halloween officially being over that basically means it's Christmas right (laughs) I'm pretty sure I just lost like a ton of listeners from that but honestly I always go back and forth on this whole like I love Christmas so much. I just love the vibe. I love the feeling. I know I said that about Halloween, but like Christmas is that extra level where it just seems like everyone just has a bit of joy in their step unless you're like the person who wants to be Mr. Scrooge and is like, nah, I hate Christmas. Like I even feel like the people who have the nah vibe secretly, they're like, it's a little happier around here. So I haven't played my Christmas playlist. I actually have two on Spotify. I haven't played that yet, but I'm like really, really close to. I I really want to start watching the Christmas movies. My favorite ones are like the Santa Claus ones. And I feel like the Christmas Chronicles that came out on Netflix, those are really good too. But I'm just really excited because especially where I live, it's kind of funny. They call it the on Main Street, they call it the little like town of Christmas or Christmas holiday thing. And they already started putting up the Christmas decorations because they have so many lights. They put up all these lights already in like October because they kind of call it like the Christmas town. This kind of sounds like a movie if I'm being honest, but I swear it's not that weird. But I just I can't wait until it's officially okay to start talking about and celebrating Christmas. So I might, I, I haven't decided yet. It might, it, for me, what ends up happening is I end up waiting maybe like two weeks after Halloween and then deciding if I'm going to listen to Christmas music or not. So then I don't annoy too many people. And when I mean people, I mean the people who are in my car or at my house <laughs> that I don't drown them with Christmas music. And or start watching Christmas movies, but there's like so many to get through. So I don't know. I always debate back and forth to where it like at least gives that like buffer to where 
I can wait a bit till Thanksgiving, but then sometimes I just get too excited that I don't wait till Thanksgiving. So don't shame me. I know. <laughs> I, I'm so jealous, though. I'm uh, f- For people who live in Canada, I am so jealous because their Thanksgiving is, I think, in October. I'm pretty sure that's right. And they can already start listening to Christmas music and doing the Christmas thing and putting up their Christmas tree, which honestly, I feel like is the best part. Having a big Christmas tree, it just makes me so happy, you know. Um, they just, they get to put that up already because it's socially acceptable. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to have a little Christmas. I don't have a little Christmas tree, but I should have a little Christmas tree on my desk. I did last year. I had I got one from like Trader Joe's and it made me so happy that I kept it up till like February but then it started dying because it was like made of like rosemary so it wasn't really a Christmas tree but it was like a modified version anyways now that I'm done talking about Christmas because I probably should have waited for like the November recap when I talk about December in the beginning but I hope you guys all had an amazing Halloween I for one didn't really feel like I was going to be able to celebrate Halloween because you know I was working, which honestly I was a bit sad about. And then my when I went to high school, they had this day where you could like dress up. So there was like a reason to get a costume. And I know I had talked about like I love dressing up, which I really do. But because I had thought I had work, I was like, you know what? Like I'm not going to put in the effort, you know, because I couldn't really dress up at work. And I, I was going to go and get Halloween socks because I could wear the socks. But then I didn't. And honestly, I'm a bit sad about that. But lucky for me, my last client canceled. So I was able to kind of dress up my you know, when like people search up on YouTube, I know someone's got to be out there being like, yep, I've done this multiple times where you're like last minute Halloween costume. Yeah, for me, it was like last, last, last minute costume. (laughs) It was like T minus five minutes last minute costume. And I basically, I looked at my closet and I was like, is there anything, anything I can like pick up here? I thought I had fairy wings and I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to be Tinkerbell because for some reason, if you guys don't know, I had a pixie haircut, which is basically where most people would say it's like the boy haircut on a girl. I had that, I think my middle, in middle school. And then I started growing it out in high school. But for some reason... People just thought I looked like Tinkerbell, which doesn't make any sense because she has a bun, but people would call me Tinkerbell. So then I was like, oh, okay, my go-to costume would be Tinkerbell. Or one year I had dressed up as Tinkerbell. You know, you get the like fluffy green tutu and then you get the fairy wings. And I think I had like a green tank top or something. And I'm like, I'm Tinkerbell. Look at me go. (laughs) Um, But so I was like, oh, I could be Tinkerbell again. I couldn't find my fairy wings for the life of me. So then I was like, okay, is there anything else I can find? And I have these like beige cargo pants. I don't even want to call them cargo pants, but I think I got them at Target or something. And they were like, they weren't super baggy, but they were loose. And I was like, gangster, I could be a gangster. This can work. And so, you know, you go on Pinterest and you're like, okay, gangster, I need to find like a gangster costume. And I was like, okay, some girls are wearing crop tops. Uh, there's a flannel. I can make this work. Get a, get a baseball cap and just like snap it on the back or like 
turn it backwards and I'm like, boom, I'm a gangster. It's, it's great. I then pulled up like my pant to like my knee or one of my pant legs to my knee. And then I went over to my neighbor's house because they were having a Halloween party. And I was like, I can make it. I have time. And so I get over there and I'm like, hey, look, yeah. And it was funny. Someone had thought that I was some character from some show. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go with that. Cool. (laughs) And I literally just told them, actually, I'm a very last minute Pinterest gangster. And then my dad looks at me and he goes, I thought you were a rapper. And I was like, no, I'm a gangster. And he's like, a gangster doesn't look like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm the white version of a 90s gangster. (laughs) That's what I am. So that's what I ended up being for Halloween. I'm really grateful that I was able to actually dress up for Halloween because that's one of my favorite parts. I'm honestly kind of sad because I didn't watch Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. And I don't know why, but it's just been like calling to me to like watch it. I was sending out like happy Halloween messages to all my friends and family members. And I saw that on one of the GIFs and I was like, I didn't watch that this year. And now it just kind of feels weird because I'm already in the at least Thanksgiving and Christmas mode. So maybe I should watch Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving and Christmas. So, which honestly, I feel like those are better than the Halloween one, in my opinion, especially better than the Valentine's Day one. The Valentine's Day one is just, it's kind of sad, not going to lie. But now that I've ranted about Halloween, which honestly, to go back to that, because I'm going to do that, me bouncing back and forth, um, I want to know what you guys dressed up as Halloween and what you did. So, Message me on Instagram at Rebecca.8 and tell me and because I really I really want to see I love seeing people's Halloween costumes and what they dress up as and what creative ideas they have and honestly I feel like homemade is like the best because it's funny to like laugh at but anyways now to actually talk about what I did in October and honestly my October has been pretty chill so that then made it feel really really long. I very much like the go, 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 fast pace, getting things done sort of mindset. And it was really tough for me to just like kind of feel like October was strung out very long. It was nice, not going to lie. But it almost made me feel awkward. You know, like you're so used to being fast paced that it felt like I was like missing something. And I know part of it had to do with because thankfully I was only taking one class during this time because my biology class was only four weeks long but then my chemistry class my chem one class was eight weeks long and then I started chem two and which I'm in right now which is eight weeks long and I'm just taking that class and I'm just kind of like I need to do more things like because what I like to do is to get my schoolwork done and then I can just chill for the most part or just like look over my notes so then you know we can like ace those exams but then it was kind of like I have this extra time what do I do like is something wrong do I need to like I almost felt bad that I wasn't doing more work which is weird to think about and I almost had to like tell myself like just because I'm not hustling and grinding now doesn't mean that I have to make up more things to do and the funny thing is is like 
I was still doing other things. It just wasn't school and I wasn't feeling stressed. But you almost get to this point where you're so used to feeling stressed that you're like, that's my comfort zone. And I feel like that's what I was feeling in October and getting comfortable with having that open space, which honestly was nice because then I could like think about things for the podcast or like pick up more shifts at work, you know, make that money woohoo, <laughs> and stuff like that. But everything wasn't all sunshine and rainbows when it came to October um, because I think it was like the first week of October. I decided to go on more trails when I would like go on walks and stuff around my house. And I like exploring. I like hiking and I like getting into messes that like end up not always being the best. And when I mean that, I mean, I found this little creek and I wanted to throw rocks at the in the river in the creek and I, you would have to walk down and what ended up happening is I ended up getting poison ivy <laughs> I've never had poison ivy before and oh my gosh this was the worst thing in my entire life I kid you not like I never had chicken pox because I just I didn't and I've never had to deal with anything like that. Like I've dealt with bug bites. I've dealt with eczema. So I've had my like really, I've always had dry skin. I've dealt with like being itchy and stuff from that. But this was like an extra level. And the worst part was, is I didn't even know I had poison ivy. <laughs> so I'm stuck with this, like I get this weird scratch on my leg and I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I probably scratched myself when I was shaving. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Then it starts bubbling. I'm going to put a little disclaimer right here. If you don't want to hear anything like gooey or graphic, I'd probably skip the next like minute or two. So anyways, you've had the disclaimer. It's good. Here we go. Um, So I had this little like bubbliness that came across it. And I was like, you know what? That's weird. But maybe it's just like the scab. It's fine. Then I noticed that I get another scratch below it. And I'm just like, this is weird. Like, why do I keep getting all these scratches? And then I don't realize that I keep scratching that area. And then I'm like, it's kind of like wet, but like no blood or anything was in that area. And I keep scratching and I'm not realizing it. And then I show my dad and I'm like, dad, something's going wrong. I just keep scratching my leg. Like, this is insane. Something's happening. I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to become an amputee. How am I going to be a trainer if I'm an amputee? Maybe I'll be like a super motivational trainer because I'll be like, hey, if I could do this exercise, so can you. That's a really bad mindset to have, by the way. Um, but he would just laugh it off and I'd be like, okay, I'm fine. It's just a scratch. Then I start realizing that the reason why my leg is wet is because it's oozing and it's like this clear ooziness. And then I show my coworker at work and he goes, that's either a really infected leg or you have poison ivy. And I just go crap because of course my dad was right. And when we, cause I wanted to show him the like Creek that I was throwing rocks at and he goes, I'm pretty sure that's poison ivy. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's fine. It's okay. And I ended up getting poison ivy, of course, because I've been down there multiple times now. 
So I dealt with that for like the longest time and thankfully it's gone away. It's still like, it looks super bruisy in that area and it did spread to my other leg. So that's where I was like, okay, we're going to need to do more than just the normal try not to scratch it sort of thing. So just FYI, watch out for poison ivy when you go on trails um, because you will end up getting it, especially if you're not wearing pants like because I don't like wearing pants, but I, I wear shorts. That was weird. Um, I wear shorts, but I just I don't like wearing pants <laughs> if I don't have to. You know, it just kind of feels restricted. But happy things did happen in October. Like I got to go to the pumpkin patch. Um, I always like going to the pumpkin patch. I posted this on my Instagram. I went with a few of my friends and this pumpkin patch, it just it always makes me happy. Um, it has this hayride where every year, when I do the hayride and you get to feed the cows, I know the cow's tongues are super duper long and I'm around animals. And so I'm completely fine with the whole like saliva and all that kind of stuff. But for some reason, it always weirds me out when I feed the cow and its tongue is so long. Like I swear this thing is like at least a foot, if not more, and it curls around and it's spiky, which is the weirdest thing in the world. I'm like, why do you need a spiky tongue? Um, who are you attacking in their sleep? And I would feed the cows and then they also have these donkeys that are so fat. <laughs> like they're almost all of them look pregnant and it's really funny they will tell you like hey please just like only have a small piece and give it to them we'll only give you one because if we give you more then we're gonna have issues and I was really sad about that because I obviously want to feed them more but you know you do what you have to do and you try and pet them as long as you can before they run away to the next person and then, of course, there's the corn maze, which I always feel like is fun. Um, I almost on purpose try and not get through it as fast because I know when I was younger, I was like, we got to get through it as fast as we can. Da, 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 da. But then honestly, kind of getting lost in the maze is almost fun. Plus, like you almost feel very secretive when you're like going through the maze or like I know if it was like a maze runner sort of situation, if you've read that book or seen that movie, then I would probably be running more, but not that kind of situation. But I did have a scary situation one time in that maze where it was dark when I did the maze and someone decided to chunk a piece of corn over the hedge and that did freak me out. So I might have been wanting to get out of that maze faster at that point. But then they also have this amazing kettle corn. I don't know what it is about this kettle corn, probably because I'm pretty sure it's homemade. I don't know. But the smell of kettle corn is amazing. Like, I don't really even like kettle corn that much. Of course, I bought it because, like, that's the thing you're supposed to do. And just the smell. It's like you can't get it anywhere else. I know there's, like, a ton of candles that try and recreate it, but honestly, they all kind of suck. Um, and I think that's the same thing when they try and make, like, chocolate candles. I'm like, this is just, it's fake and it doesn't smell good. No, you got to get the real stuff. Uh, so of course I got my like take home bag of kettle corn. But then another amazing thing happened where I got to see my best friend Juliet. That was really bad singing. <laughs> but basically Juliet came and saw me. If you don't already know, I did a interview with Juliet. She was one of my first interviews 
and I love her so much. She's one of those people where I could not see her for the longest time. And then I come and I see her and it's we pick up right where we left off. And honestly, I feel like those are the best conversations to have. Those are the best people to be with because it just it feels easy. And I feel like friendships should feel easy unless you get into those like petty fights where it's like over the smallest things, which honestly, looking back, all of those are like really funny and we can laugh at them because we're those kinds of people. And with that being said, I also decided to take off my Apple Watch during this time. I've had my Apple Watch on for the longest time and I know I've talked about this a little bit before where I will my relationship with like steps and I thought I had gotten away from that but I had noticed that when I knew that Juliet was coming that I knew we were going to talk for a long time I knew we were going to see a movie I knew we were going to paint pumpkins but then in my head I started thinking about how like oh no we're going to be sitting a lot am I going to get enough steps in maybe I should go for a walk before she gets here or like do more of a workout or something so that I get more of that movement in because you know more movement is better all those things started seeping back in my head and then I had realized that like I don't want to be thinking about making sure I get my steps in when I'm with my friend. The purpose of that day was to be with my friend, enjoy the time that I had with her. I don't even want my thoughts to be near what my steps were or my activity that day because that wasn't my value for that day. And then I started realizing that like, hey, this is a tool. Tools are supposed to help you. Tools are supposed to be something that gets you to your goals or like help you track certain things and I've had this thing on for a long time so I know about average how many steps I get in and that I'm a pretty active person and also with that I found that I was relying on the steps to decide if I should eat my normal amount or not or eat when I'm hungry and that just all highlighted red flags of like hey I need to take this off. And so now I have this like super pale area where my Apple Watch used to be. And I almost want to like trace where it was, you know, like make a fake Apple Watch on my wrist um, just because of that. But I've decided to keep it off because I want to challenge myself that like, hey, I don't need this thing. I don't need to know how many steps that I take in a day just so that I can decide to eat my food, just so that... I can know that I did good today because, again, just because I got 10,000 steps or how many steps I got that day isn't going to reflect how good my day was or shouldn't reflect how good my day was. So if you keep finding yourself that you feel like you did good that day or you're basing off of like if you should eat a certain amount of food or if you should eat at all just based off how many steps you've taken or if you need to like go for a walk just so that you can eat your food I would challenge you to either a stop looking at your steps on your iPhone that it tracks or b take off the Apple watch or Fitbit or whatever tracking device that you're wearing because your mental health is more important than just how many steps you're taking so with that I ended up talking with Juliet for like three plus hours (laughs) It was really funny, but I tell you, like, we had all, we'll make these plans, but what ends up happening is we just end up talking, and I love that. 
but we did finally start realizing like, hey, we should probably start getting around because we have a movie to see. And the movie we saw was called Pearl. I didn't know about it. I didn't know what it was. And honestly, I've gotten into the I've liked doing the whole thing where like people will tell me to watch a movie or go see a movie or my friends will pick a movie and they'll be like, hey, I heard about this movie. It's good. And then just going in blind, not knowing at all what it is. And I've almost enjoyed that so much more. It makes it really confusing at the beginning, but then also really fun. So I just say try that. It's kind of it's an interesting sort of like process to go into a movie with. But basically, I don't want to spoil the movie too much, but Pearl was a very, it's like a, I don't want to call it a sequel. It's like the prequel to like another movie. And honestly, it gave me like old movie vibes because it's like this girl on a farm and it just got weird. I'm just going to say that. That's all I'm going to say. It's kind of like a thriller-ish and the girl's just very weird. I will just tell you that. And she wants to be a dancer and... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So if you want to watch a weird movie, it's not scary, but it is just weird. And you're kind of just like, oh, my gosh, this person is crazy. So I would recommend Pearl then. And then, of course, we painted pumpkins. And I always go into this situation thinking that I'm going to make that painted Pinterest looking pumpkin or that like mom that's on Pinterest that like does all the cutesy things and mine just ends up looking like a hot mess. I don't know what it is. Um, Me and like drawing and art and painting, if it's not like splatter paint, it's probably not going to be that good. Maybe if I practice more, it would be better, but I just, I don't know if it's just because I don't have the patience and I should probably not get the giant pumpkins like I do, but you know, sometimes I think like bigger is better. (laughs) Like, um, I want to paint the whole pumpkin and that's just going to take forever. And all the ideas on Pinterest is where you paint the whole pumpkin. And then I just get stuck debating, okay, what am I going to do? And so what I ended up doing is using the tiny pumpkins that I had painting those. And I did like a Frankenstein and jack skellington on another one and that was fun i used the glow in the dark paint which like i feel like is always a scam but i always want to believe that it's true you know you like hope deep down that the glow in the dark is going to work and it just it doesn't end up working or there's like tiny little spots and it makes me sad but then i had this for some reason when i went upstairs to go get the paint I saw cars, like the movie Cars. I saw that we had stickers and I was like, you know what? If people want to put, if me and Juliet want to put stickers on the, on the pumpkin, like why not? And so what I did for the big pumpkin that I was going to paint, I just painted a racetrack and then I just put stickers, car stickers around it. Cause it was like, you know, this is fun. Maybe I should have painted like room across it, you know? And then I look over at Juliet's and she's got this like beautiful artistic looking bat on her pumpkin and I'm just like you know what we wish we had the patience for that it's funny because I can be perfectionistic in other ways but when it comes to like painting and drawing I just I don't have the patience for it and I don't know why I think my sister sucked it all out of me or she took all of it because she can like draw and paint with like every ounce of her for so long and she's really good at it and even recently I looked back at my like elementary school 
art drawings and stuff when I took an art class and I thought I had some pretty good drawings like they were okay for like my age but then I looked back recently and I was like um yeah they're not that great they're okay <laughs> we'll just leave it at that we'll we'll let other people be good at the painting and the drawing and stuff like that but something that I was or I used to be good at, I started picking up again, which was playing piano. I really wanted to start picking up piano again, especially because I had this free time and I wanted to use that as like something that I could get back into that wasn't all exercise because I feel like when I have free time, what I end up gravitating towards to is like adding more exercise, which like if I want to and I feel energized to, I can, but just right now for me adding more and more isn't always best um depending on like my energy levels and stuff like that anyways so I was like you know what maybe we'll learn off of YouTube yeah that didn't end up working <laughs> basically I was like I'm gonna teach myself no that doesn't work um so I knew if I like paid for a teacher then I would actually do the work and I was gonna do private lessons but I was like okay well I'm also at home now doing school so maybe it would be good to do a group and I saw at my rec center that they had an adult piano lessons and I was like this would be cool I would like meet friends and stuff like that um um, yeah, so when it comes to a rec center, I'm just going to say this right now. You have the child classes where it's like the little kids. And then you have the adult classes where you're like, okay, there might be some kids my age. And currently I'm 20. And I forget that like people my age are usually in college or probably don't take the adult piano lessons at a rec center. So I get into this class and I see this older gentleman and I'm like, okay, maybe it'll be some other people. Yeah, no, um, no one else showed up, showed up. It was just me and this older gentleman and he's super sweet and super nice. But here's the catch about the piano lessons that I just want to say, read the description of the class before you sign up. Just don't read the headline because this is what got me in trouble. The first thing my teacher wanted me to do was to, we sat in a circle and we started talking about our background. And of course the guy who's like older, he's like, oh yeah, I play by ear. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Um, but then she turns on the music and she's like, okay, we're going to dance to the song. And I was like, what? She was like, we're going to walk around in a circle and we're going to dance to the music and feel the music. And I'm just kind of like, what kind of cult did I just get myself into? <laughs> this is insane. What is happening? And at least like no one's watching me or it's just the people in the class. And I don't know if the older gentleman also had this vibe, but I was just kind of like, this is weird. And then she's like, OK, we're going to like use scarves and we're going to dance to it and I realized what she wanted us to do now um was to basically like learn the beat of the music and like discover the notes within ourselves and focus more on the sounds which I've never done that before I was just like someone give me a sheet of music teach me how to play it and then we'll go and I'll read the music like that's how I learned in um elementary school that's what I learned in middle school and this is not the way that she's teaching we haven't even like opened a page into how we're supposed to read music right now we're still just like listen for the music even though technically I've cheated and I've started opening the book and and reading the music and playing because I I remember some of the notes or like re how to read music 
and I just I want to be able to play the songs that's all I want to do <laughs> um but then in the class then she has us do something that I am super uncomfortable with and she wants us to start singing I'm like this is not what I signed up for I don't remember this thing saying that we were supposed to sing and she starts wanting us to sing while we play and she'd be like sing do sing re mi fa so wait what is it do re mi fa so yeah that the notes um and I'm just over here and I I will sing really quietly or I will sing with this really deep voice because I cannot for the life of me sing with the high pitch like I'm okay talking and it was even funny recently my teacher was like I love the deep voice and I'm just like this is just so your ears don't bleed um I recently asked my dad I was like you know when I sing in the car what do you feel like how do you feel about me singing like is my singing okay and he goes it's manageable I was like what kind of comment is that? And so I know that my talking voice, I'm pretty sure is okay. Um, like people listen to the podcast, podcast, so it can't be that bad. But when it came to actually singing, I was like, please don't make me sing. And then she wanted me just to sing. So I can't hide behind me playing on the piano. She just wants me to sing the do. I think we were just doing do, so, do, so at that point, which is basically where I play my th- if I'm playing on my right hand, I'm playing my thumb and then I'm playing my pinky and going back and forth. And she just wanted me to sing do, so, do. And so tends to be a higher pitch. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I, it was super embarrassing. Um, and then on top of that, the guy who is in my class who can listen by ear, she will play a song and this guy just starts playing the melody and the chords at the same time. And I'm just over here just being like, I'm just playing the chords and I have no idea if I'm playing it right. The funny part is, though, is I can mess up in this class <laughs> because we're not reading the music yet and we're adding our own twist to it, or at least that's what my teacher calls it. And she'll just be like, oh, I like that. And I'm just like, I literally just accidentally forgot to play this, um, the 5-7 chord instead of the 1 chord. And which is basically if you're playing in D is when you're playing on your, okay, I need to pick a hand. So left hand, it would be your thumb and your pointer finger. And then it would be your pinky. That would be your 5-7 chord. And then your 1 chord would be your thumb, your middle finger and your pinky and I just I slipped and I didn't play the right one she's like oh I like that little twist and I'm just like yeah I totally meant to do that so I think this class has really taught me though how to get more comfortable with kind of just like again being messy or like just being in this almost like feeling more and trying to be aware more of my surroundings and really listening like actually listening I think it's really cool how this guy in my class can just hear the music and already know how to play and making those connections is really fascinating to me because I've never thought that way before and this class has kind of allowed me to think in a different way and also get out of my comfort zone of like hey this guy in my class is also playing with scarves and also walking around and just enjoying that time of like even though it's weird and uncomfortable just fully embracing it and being in the present moment is going to allow me to like actually a enjoy the class and 
B, get like the most out of it and have fun. Because if you're that person in the corner that's just like, I don't want to do it. Like, this is stupid. Um, then what's the point of doing it in the first place and you're not going to get much out of it. So hopefully I will start playing more music on the piano. I know the piano that I have at home is very out of tune. We will keep trying to tune it up, but it just never ends up working out that way. Like we'll tune it and then it will go out of tune in like a week or two. And it's just because it's like that old. Like I think I'm pretty sure my grandma had it when she was a child and then my aunt had it when she was a child. And then now it was given to us to where now we have chipped piano keys because my aunt didn't want to play the piano and she was bored. So, you know, we got an artistic flair when it comes to our pianos and it my family. So um, I might start posting on Instagram if I'm confident enough of like my piano playing or my frustrations because I will get so competitive with myself where I say like, I'm going to figure out this piece to where it just like, I start yelling at the piano. It's honestly kind of funny, but it's so satisfying when I finally am able to play a piece to where I don't even have to read the music anymore. I can just let my fingers flow and have that muscle memory and then that accomplishment of like finishing a piece. But then it gets really annoying when I try and play it again and I can't do it. So then I just keep playing and playing and playing. <laughs> but you know, it's fun to pass the time. And plus maybe like around Christmas time, I could start playing some like holiday music. We'll see. But honestly, my October wasn't all great. I know I had talked about how I had poison ivy, but at the beginning of the month, I thought that like October was going to be really, really bad. And it was because my childhood dog, Cookie, had passed away. And honestly, it was really, really rough. I didn't expect it to be that rough because I had had a dog pass away before, but it wasn't my childhood dog. We had, it was more like my parents' dog, if I was being honest. Um, and it was still rough having that dog pass away, but this was almost different because I've had Cookie since I was in like second grade and she's lasted to me being a, would I consider myself a sophomore or junior in college? I don't really know at this point since I'm in the like pre-doctorate program. It's kind of weird figuring that out. But anyways, um, she ended up having a tumor in her spleen. So we didn't know that she had a tumor and it ended up rupturing, which means that the fluid in the tumor ended up going into her body to where like she couldn't really move. And it was it was hard because it was one of those situations where you wanted to believe deep down that you could do something about it. But honestly, it was like I would be making her suffer more if that was the case. And even though it was a sad moment, it was still a really good lesson for me to learn. Or I found a lesson that I could learn through this experience that I wanted to share with you guys. And that's basically if you're feeling alone or hurt, don't ever be afraid to reach out to the people that love you because they want to help you. I am, I'd like to say I'm very independent. I try and be pretty independent when it comes to things, almost to my detriment. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll allow myself to feel my feelings. Like, I feel like it's really important to feel your feelings, let yourself feel them. But then I have this habit of being like, okay, I felt my feelings. I did the thing. Now we're going to move on. It's fine. I don't have to deal with it anymore, which is just calling for avoidance. And I started realizing that I started to feel lonely. And that was because I didn't have my dog that I usually have to comfort me. And I was also nervous about my other dog that I have, Ginger, 
um, because she wasn't really eating. She wasn't feeling that great because she had just lost her sister. And I was worried about her, but I didn't want to reach out to other people and tell them how I was feeling. And this was because I didn't want to bother people. Like I thought it would be annoying to tell them like how I was feeling or that I was going through a rough time or like maybe they were busy and like they don't want to deal with my feelings. So I just I didn't do it. And I was like, okay, I'm independent. I can figure this out myself. And honestly, I just kept going through the cycle of like feeling lonely and just kept feeling lonelier. But then I was like, no, it's fine. And what ended up happening was that then I just felt like there wasn't anyone that cared. But the thing is, is that no one knows you're hurting unless you don't, unless you tell them. Like, we like to believe that people can know what we're feeling and what we're going through. And yeah, you can like post on Instagram that like your dog died or you can like say that you feel sad and then just move on and stuff like that. But people don't actually know what you're feeling or that you need help unless you reach out or if you want it. And I think that's something that I need to get better at is like allowing people to help me because I am a complete giver. I will like give my time. I will, I want to help people. I want them to feel good, but I won't do that for myself. And so I had to start thinking about like there are people in my life that care about me and just physically writing it down like I wrote out a few of my friends I wrote out my family of course I wrote down Juliet (laughs) and just real giving myself the like actual physical representation of like there are people out there that want to help me and then literally just pick one or two of those people to reach out and say like hey like if you're nervous about like bothering them or if they don't have the time and the space just be like hey I'm going through a rough time right now I was wondering if you had the time for me to uh tell you about it and if they say no then okay. But they might also just say, hey, I don't have the time right now, but I'll get back to you. Or they'll be like, hey, yeah, I'm open to talking. I would love to talk. And most of the times, that's what's going to happen, especially if that person really cares about you and wants to help you. And I also had to think about how like, that's what I would do for other people. Like if you think about if someone in that on that list reached out to you and told you hey I'm not go I'm not feeling great or I'm feeling lonely or I'm sad or xyz happened can I tell you about it or can hey can we just talk or hang out for the most part people are going to you I'm pretty sure you're going to say yes I know I would and just giving yourself that perspective that that's probably what they're going to do I think makes it a little bit more comfortable to like reach out and be like hey I need this help so just a little friendly reminder, make sure you go out and like tell people how you're actually feeling and realize that they actually want to help you and tell them about it because it just makes the whole feeling lonely and rough time process go a whole lot smoother. You're I'm now I'm not going to say that you're still not going to feel hurt, but at least it will almost give you that comfort in that moment because people want to comfort you and you can't always do everything by yourself. So I hope you liked listening to this podcast. I hope you got something out of it. I know I love talking about my monthly recaps. It's kind of like, I almost want to make this like diary. It's almost like my virtual, virtual? Would it be virtual? I don't know. Audio uh, journal of like how my life is going or diary, whatever you want to call it. Um, So I 
Anyways, I'm kind of rambling at this point, but I hope you had a great Halloween. Remember, tell me what you dressed up as or what you did. I'd love to hear what you did for Halloween and maybe I'll start talking about Christmas more. We'll see Um, if less people start listening. If less people are listening to my podcast, maybe I'll know. Okay, don't talk about Christmas as much. But if you want to reach out to me, email me at BeccaBabblesPodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Rebecca.8 with any topics or questions you want me to talk about. I'd love to answer whatever you want me to talk about. But besides that, I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.